listening to Talladega Life, an explicitly New York experience with Ricky Rouse and Bobby Asin. Hello, everyone. Hey, it's Ricky. And Bobby. And you're listening to Talladega Talladega Life. Episode four. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. We made it. We survived the month of June, which is what we're going to be recapping today. Um, If you listened to the last episode, you know that this month started off with a bang. Yes. With an 80s party. And that kind of set the tone for this entire party of a month because... It was Pride Month. And we made sure that we were out... And proud and loud about it. <laughs> yes, we made sure we made the best of every single day and night here in the city. Especially night. <laughs> yes, and we entered a new era at the beginning of this month. Not only was it for Pride, but it also was the beginning of our bacon era. Yes, so we decided to just order bacon uh, through Amazon and start cooking it. And you gotta understand, this is like a big step for us to cook at all. Yes. Because we are very much the simple life. We make mention of the show all the time. And it's for a reason. Even today at the grocery store, we were there longer than we needed to because we just don't know where the fuck anything is. Ever. Um, also, he kept picking out kosher hot dogs. I'm like, I'm pretty sure those are vegan. What was it? Hebrew National? And yeah. Hebrew, some shit like that. And then, what do they call it? A mockwurst? A yeah. Bratzworth. No, they called it a Mockwurst. Or oh, something. it's yeah, fake. Cause, yeah, because it's fucking fake. So that's cute. And so thank God Bobby caught that. Listen, I only went for it because those bitches were thick. Um, they were, they gonna were be, really big. <laughs> they were going to be going through one end and maybe another. But uh, That's a preview of July. <laughs> yeah. So back to June. Um, not only do we start... Well, you know, want to have breakfast food all the time, but we also decided we wanted to have pancakes one night. It was oh, pretty God. late. We got there right before the grocery store closed, and it was like Bezquick, Bizquick, Bizquick. It's that shake shit. and go mm-hmm. pancakes. And so we thought it was just going to be like this nice little, um, you know, night of making pancakes. Watching Ocean's Eight, we were going to have like pancakes. It was going to be cute. And then we were, um, while we were cooking, we were listening to Princess of Pop Olivia Rodrigo's, um, which Rudolph. is now the number one. Most streamed album of 2021, so shout out to her. Oh, I believe it, and we put in part of that work, Yes, <laughs> that's for sure. Yes, as we were streaming the song, <laughs> Brutal, uh, Olivia Rodrigo goes, God, it's brutal here, and Ricky, what did you see in that moment? So, yeah, so it was like perfect timing with like the syncing of that line, and Bobby's like shaking the bisquick, and then he's shaking it a little too hard, and all I see is a damn explosion <laughs> From my peripheral vision, and there's pancake mix everywhere. Yeah, on our couch, in my hair. On I had, his I, face, I, yeah, for sure. I had to shower twice, because after I finished the movie, I, like, went behind my ear to, like, scratch, and it was just covered in, like, dry pancake mix. Sexy. Um, um, I do want to mention, um, Bobby. Okay, so we are um, speaking to you live from our pink couch. Bobby, touch this right now. Yeah. That, oh, I can still feel it. Yeah, we're, we're we right now are touching dry pancake mix from earlier this month that we missed and i keep meaning to you know wash it off but anyway moving forward <laughs> a little little remnants to remember it by mm-hmm. but um yeah it's just make like 16 pancakes and we were able to make four out of what was salvageable skinny <laughs> yes but um i guess moving on in the beginning of the month, um, we had a lot of different things happen. My Botox finally set oh in. Oh my god, and how exciting was that night? So, 
Literally. I think it was the same night as the pancakes. Was it? I think Maybe. it may have been. I, don't, I just remember being... I was high off my ass, and Bobby's Botox finally set in. It was just, like, overnight. I mean, it's, like, a two-week process, but then it was, like, bam. It like was that, a few that days. Day, it was, it like... Was a, like Damn. It was like a few days, and so it was like we were waiting for it to arrive, yeah. as in the stillness, the frozenness of it. And then Bobby was like, "Wait, how does my face look when I when I when I scrunch?" I was like, "Wait, nothing's happening." It we was were so, so happy. It was like such a thrilling moment. I so. loved. I love it. Like having my face frozen has one of like the best things that can happen to me, and like I definitely think it helps with anyone's like confidence. Mm-hmm. So if you're debating getting Botox, just do it. But go to Peachy Studio where there's a set price of three seventy five, and use my referral code, Bobby Asin, for fifty dollars off. <laughs> yeah, and like thank God you got it when you did too, because we have been out and about taking pictures. Yes, and my birthday and was that week, so like I looked so good. All my birthday pictures, like nice and frozen. We will get into that because um, let's just get into the whole birthday extravaganza. Yes. Um, as you know, um, around here, we, <laughs> we've racked up a lot of Geminis in our friend group, and two of them are out here in New York, and it's, of course, Bobby, and the other one is Zaki, Isabel, and this year we really wanted to celebrate, so we started the festivities on a yacht. It yes. was <laughs> on a boat, yeah, so it was Drake just... Bell was there before he got arrested. I fell in love with him. That there was, was a girl really named hot. Katie who was really nice that we met. Yes, I made this new friend named Katie, and, like, it was so crazy. I feel like every time we go out, I end up finding, like, some, like, soul sister or oh something. Oh, my God. So, well, well, I want to go into the boat. So, obviously, the boat, you know, it's supposed to be, like, unlimited drink package, all that, but... It was just, like, a bunch of coolers. Like, one was, like, White Claw. And, like, another thing had just, like, a shelf. Like, one bottle of tequila. Mm-hmm. One bottle of vodka. Shout out to Nicole. You set it up real nice, Nicole. Yeah, it was, like, really, like, such a fun time. Like, I really, like, loved it. And, like, just being out there, like, at I'm... the top of the summer, like... Who could ask for anything better? Like, that's one way to really What I will in. say is the music sucked. Yeah, I mean, what can you expect from straight people? Like, yeah. honestly? Being gay on that boat, we were two of the three gay people on this boat, and it was definitely a hate crime with that music. We wanted to dance so bad, but it just was not kicking in. Like, it just was not happening. We did have our moments here and there where we were, like, getting down, but and first not in the way we wanted to. first the boat because our Uber driver dropped us off from an 18-minute walk away from the boat. We sprinted. We literally sprinted to the boat just to make it. So we were already sweaty, but that was fine because, as you know, Baby Boy does love to drench himself out um, on the dance floor. Um, but, but Izzy was able to cool off. She showed her boobies to the captain. Yeah, and the captain said that was the best pair of tits he had ever seen on yep. that boat. And apparently, that's a big compliment because there's a lot of uh, sexual happenings that happens on that boat. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's a very popular spot because like you're like on the top of the boat, you're like, the bridge, the, the water, and everything. But afterwards, you know, Izzy went back home because she doesn't, like, party or do anything fun anymore. Yeah, so... she's a fucking grandma. Even tonight, like, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it next podcast, but... Um, oh, no, we'll still talk about it because we haven't gone to her birthday party yet. Oh, yeah, and we can okay. talk shit about her then, too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, moving from... No, we need to talk about the rest of the night, too. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm talking about we're off the boat. Thank you. Uh, so, as Izzy left at the, the end of the night... 
we oh, yeah. went on our own adventure. Thank you. We did. We did. At this point, I'm already like blocked out, coming back from my blockout. So. Anyways, Drake Bell was telling us there's an after party, mm-hmm. and so we were like, okay. And then he gives the address to Ricky. Izzy leaves. She leaves with our keys to our apartment. She leaves with my our, passport, my wallet, my wallet, everything like our COVID cards. She leaves with everything. I chase her down. I'm hitting the car, and she just is like laughing and waving at me, like thinking <laughs> I'm like being cute and being like, "Bye, like love you." No, I'm like being like, "Stop the car, stop the car." Give us our shit, so yeah. We can and go she's out. just like blowing kisses, like waving, like oh, like it's so funny, and like no. no. And I text her, I'm like, "You have all of our shit." Yeah, because listen, when you're a hag and you, it's it's your job to hold on to everything for, you have a purse. for your fags. Exactly. Like, you have the purse. We're not that gay. Like, we're not out here with our purses yet. Um, and so Izzy, a lot of times, is in charge of that. But um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it just sucked because we did want to have all of that accessible because we wanted to eat. We wanted to be able to get more alcohol I before we went to this house party. We'd like to have been able to get inside my apartment. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Um, we were just like, we don't know where we're going to sleep or whatever, but Izzy was like, oh, I'll put your stuff like in a corner of my doorway and I'll leave my door unlocked, whatever. So at the end of the night, we did get to grab that shit. But but. we get to this party. It's so like lame. Like it was just like us and like the DJ, like no one else was there yet. So Nicole and her girlfriend, it wasn't Joy, was it? It was someone else that we went out with. I think it was Joy actually. So then they're like, let's get a pizza. So we're going to a place called... I don't remember. Oh, pizza pasta. Joe's Pe- pizza. No, no. Joe. Yes, but Joe's pizza was where we were supposed to go, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh, we passed the pizza place, and they're like, no, Joe's pizza is the best. And like, we'll do mobile order so it's faster. And I was like, estimated wait forty minutes for your mobile pickup. And then we end up going back to pizza, pizza pasta. pasta. That shit. Ooh, you guys. You guys. We had this lasagna pizza, and we thought it was a bacon pizza. We're like, oh, we want the bacon pizza. It's like this one. Like, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. No, it was because like, we were in our bacon era, so we were like perfect. Yes, but it was like, as Ricky said, it was a lasagna pizza, and oh just like there's God. no words. We get to the rooftop back at this party. People are dancing. It's now crowded, and Ricky and I are just like laying down, looking no, at the no, stars. No, no, no. Let me let me really paint this picture here. Okay. So we arrive to this bunk ass party. Like, well, now it's a little better. Um, we make our way from the apartment to the rooftop because that's where more is happening. Um, there's some dancing going on on the side, not dancing that we would approve of, a little too slow for our taste. Um, and so we decide to single ourselves out even more from the Stragets. And um, we decide to take our own corner of the rooftop. We, instead of sitting on chairs, um, we decided to stargaze and we laid on our fucking backs eating our pizza and having a cute little moment. And then we were um, interrupted by another F word, but this was a good moment. Bobby, care to elaborate? Yes. So this person is like, oh, hey guys, like I just want to make more gay friends. He could obviously tell we were the only faggots at this party. So he came over because he needed some security. And then he goes, wait a minute. Like, I think I know you. Bobby? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, are you Bobby? I'm like, Yes. He's like, is your last name Asin? And I'm like, yes. He's like, I met you five years ago at a Disney audition. He's like, I just lost my to- my front tooth, but like... Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my god, I kept telling him, I was like, you are so brave to be out here tonight with a missing fucking front tooth. tooth. It's a front I tooth. I could not do it. Literally, 
Two, all he wanted for Christmas was his left front tooth because that shit was gone. It was coming in the mail the next day to his dentist's office yeah. to match so, this other one. He was going to get his tooth on the next day. But like, listen, if that were ever me, me and Izzy always say this. If anything bad ever happens to our face, take us fucking out. Rifle to the head immediately. I just don't want to exist. Anywho, that was like a nice little moment. We were kind of like freaking out. We're like, what the fuck? And guess what his name was? Ricky. Yeah. What? Yeah, literally, like, insane. Um, but I think that's all we, we really need to say about that That night, night yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We did take a trophy oh. home with us. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 So yeah, we, yeah. Go to this, we go back to this person's <laughs> apartment, and we're like, okay, this is, like, really boring with our friend Katie. We try to get her to go to Drake Bell, and I don't know if that, how that ended up going I don't the think night. it did. There was a picture of, like, the guy from, like, The Price is Right or something, like, on, like, their cabinets. It was, like, really weird. Oh, I have, like, I a remember. Snapchat of it. But then... Ricky's like, I don't have a mask. And so I get a little creative. And, and he snatches from this guy's apartment a freaking, like, what do you even call that kind of towel? A kitchen like, towel. A kitchen towel. Like a dish, I don't a know. Dish a, a, dish di- a dish towel. A dish towel. Just from, like, the oven snatches okay, it. But and- also, it's so thick. You can pick, like, heavy pots, like, out of the oven with it. Like, it's, like, that thick. It's in our kitchen now on our oven. Um, and so that's our trophy from that night. And I did use it as a fucking mask. And he almost suffocated. Yeah. I was on the train dying. Could not breathe on the way home. But I, you know, wanted to be responsible, wanted to be respectful. Um, at that point, mask mandates were still, like, a little tight. Now, it's, like, very, very loosey-goosey. But not even, the subway, it's re- always required. Yeah, it's still required. It's been lifted, like, like, everywhere I've besides plenty subway. Of subway, it's still mandatory. Without it, like, people just don't care anymore. I still wear mine because I'm a good person. Um, but uh, let's move on to the next day, the picnic. Which was our picnic, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Izzy and I had a combined birthday picnic or as my friend Matt thought it was just a picnic that had balloons <laughs> that said 26 he's like yeah. wait is it someone's birthday or something <laughs> when Bobby invited this guy he literally he literally just told him come to this picnic with us he did not mention that it was his birthday or anything so this guy was mad confused that was so funny um, but it, yeah just to go like back we decided to have a picnic um Izzy got like cute teacups and she made little cupcakes and we iced them like at the actual event. Mm-hmm. Um, and we before really, everybody got there, really cute pictures and we had lots of bottles of champagne. And it just was really just like a pastel little uh, afternoon with alcohol and little teacups. Yeah, and like just a cute little vibe. Again, it was a nice it... stop and go theme to have like a party. Yeah, you know, for and, uh... to come throughout the day because people had you know, work and we're off at different times. Mm-hmm. So it was and it nice was nice drop. for us because it was just so chill. And especially after the night that we had, um, like it wasn't super crazy, but it's nice to just have, uh, a nice moment to sit and relax with like good people and like vibe out like that. So just a beautiful time in the park. We made some friends, we gave them some birthday cupcakes. They were yep. right, right next to us. So it was just sweet. Um, Anything crazy happened at that picnic that I can mention? I'm like, no, but we made plans that night to like go out and I was, Ricky was like, yeah, we'll go to beauty bar. That's where we made the plans to go. And so it's like hours later, Ricky takes like a three hour nap. He like wakes up. He's like, I want to go to McDonald's. Do you want anything? And I was like, no. And then we get back. No, he gets back from McDonald's. And, like, closes his door, and then I, like, go in, and I'm like, hey, I'm getting ready to leave oh, soon. Oh, shit, yeah. And Ricky's like, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, 
bye. Yeah, and so then I just, like, leave. I'm like, well, that's weird. What if he's, like, angry at me? So, so I went in his room. I was like, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah. Me eating my McDonald's, and watching then, us told by Ginger. Yeah, me, like, an hour later texting Ricky, are you coming still? And I was like, oh, I didn't know we were, like, still going. I thought this was just, like, a you and, like, Mike thing. So that was a funny moment, because uh, Mike was like, is Ricky coming? I'm like, yeah, he's invited. Like, he knows, he knows we're going out. <laughs> me at home. Yeah, so no. that did not end up happening, but... It's okay. We really, really did become acquainted with Beauty Bar throughout yeah. the month. It is one of our favorite and spots now. It's so much fun. And it's so cute. And I guess the story behind it was it used to be a hair salon, right? Like, it just literally a hair salon. And it was converted into a bar. And Who told you this story? Wasn't it you or Mike? It wasn't or me. Jerry? Somebody told me. I don't know that story. Yeah, well, somebody somebody at this bar had told me that. So there you go. Some history for <laughs> you. You're welcome, Bobby. I'm going to Google that. Yeah, I don't... Am I making shit up? That'd be so funny. Like, it's not true. Oh my god, no. Like, imagine that's, like, yeah. not real. Hit up the Mythbusters. We'll, we'll go get to the bottom of this. I wonder if that's real or not now. That's so fucking funny. I don't know who told me that. I'm saying it with such confidence. Because, yeah. like, I bought, I bought whoever's story. Well, anyways, <laughs> the next day was Izzy's, I say in parentheses birthday dinner quote-unquote yeah dinner at magic rooftop or it is like that um really cute like very instagrammable you may have seen it on tiktok um rooftop bar with like that little pink bunny whore um and you can like pose up next to her and there's like roses everywhere it's like very girly and cute yeah, um, Magic just, Hour Rooftop Bar and Lounge. It yeah, has a little carousel. carousel covered in roses. It has a rose um, photo op that has, like, what is it, the Empire State Ooh, Building yeah. behind but it. But when we say carousel, like, we mean, like, people dine at this carousel. Yeah, like, it's like it a moving, eat. yeah, like, set of tables. I was told that it was going to be a nice dinner, so I brought $100 in cash. I was like, I'm going to get a steak, and I'm going to get a cocktail. We get there, like, at 8.30, and Izzy goes, my birthday wish is to be in bed by 10.00. And then I was like, wait a minute, what? And then I'm like, well, aren't you guys going to eat? And everyone besides Rick and I were like, oh, we already ate before we got here. (laughs) And we're we're just like... What kind of birthday dinner? What? Yeah, like, no cake, like, nothing. Like, they get one cocktail. I get lobster rolls. I'm so starving. I had to get lobster rolls. I was like, I I have to eat here. And, um... I think I just went for, like, McDonald's afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't eaten. We'll get into that later. I hadn't had food in over 12 hours i had taco bell at the picnic the day before and now we're at the next day at 8 30 p.m and i still had not eaten the entire time like i was ready to like pig out at this dinner yeah because it looked so cute and we were like okay so dinner and cocktails no this boring ass bitch she wanted to be in bed by 10 that was her literal birthday wish and obviously, it's the Iztatorship, so whatever she wants, she gets. It was her birthday, I'll say that. Yeah. So that's true. Um, Especially for that day. Right. So, we left that, and we're like, okay. And we're trying to keep the party going, because we feel kind of, like, cheated of, like, a fun... I mean, we had fun, but, like, we wanted to have more fun. And so, we were thinking, okay, well, what do we do now? Do we go out? And then the idea... And we had, like, backpacks and stuff with us, too. So, it was like, we can't exactly, like, go out, go out. Yeah. Um. So, next best thing... Because we've done that. We did that a couple days later. Oh, I've my God. To never do again. We'll we get into that we soon. will get into that. Yeah, but um, next best thing, movie theater. So we go yep. see a quiet, quiet place, place too, which was really good and then not tr- better than the first one, but still a lot of fun. And it was, of course, the top floor of the movie theater, and it's like. <laughs> 
it's legitimately six flights of escalators. And I always just wonder what would happen if this movie theater caught on fire. Like, legitimately, we I die. don't know. <laughs> we die. We also brought McDonald's into Oh, the yeah, yeah, so we did. So, kind of one that we had bags, because we were able to put, like, full meals of McDonald's in our bags. And those bitches at AMC had no idea. Love them. I'm an A-lister again. Um, but, yeah, they had no idea, so that was real smooth on our part. Um, also, <laughs> I loved it, because A Quiet Place obviously is a very quiet Oh, place. yes. And what was really good is that, like, you could hear the fuck out of, like, the next movie and the next Which, theater. the fe- theater on the our left was A Quiet Place, but it was 20 minutes, like, behind where we were in the movie. So it'd be, like, really quiet in our theater, and they would hear something that had already happened. Yeah, like, deja vu moments, and it, I just, like, it made me giggle a lot, because, I, yeah, it was just really, really fun. Also, after we saw that movie, it just felt so weird, because we were, like, we were just being so quiet walking out of the theater, and, yeah. like, in the city, we were just being, so, um, like, I forgot that we can felt talk. anxious, yeah. yeah. I forgot that we can be loud. <laughs> But then we were cursed. We tried to see, go to Krispy Kreme Donut three different times, and then every single train in station Square. in Times Square, every train station for over six blocks was closed for one reason or another. And we got out of that movie at midnight. We didn't get on a subway till almost two in the morning. Oh, but when and we it did, was so <sighs> hot, literally like. I was sweating in the subway station, and I don't sweat. It was like hell. Like, straight up hell. We were underground. It was hotter than... It was, it was 101 degrees of a day, and it still did not feel as hot as it felt in that subway waiting for that train. That... It was disgusting. And we, we were just, like, at that point, like, a little tired, too. Like, you know, um, catching up from, like, all that had happened throughout the past days. Um, and yeah, I feel like every time I try to get on a subway in Times Square, it always just like ends up fucking up. And I could even talk about instances this last weekend. But moving forward, um, let's get into um, a My more festive birthday dinner. <laughs> well, before that, I did get to go to the American Dream. Shout out to my oh, boyfriend shoot, for taking me right. there. It was absolutely amazing. If you don't know, they have a Nickelodeon Universe theme park. And my man only bought my tickets to that, but he got, like, a group deal thing. Not a group deal. He had, like, the VIP pass where he included that. Mini golf, an Instagram museum, um, a mirror maze thing, ice skating. So I had so much fun. And then the weather was horrible. Like, it was supposed to be raining the entire day. And I had reservations for a place called Grand Banks, which is a boat, uh, like, on the water dinner. And... You have to pay in advance, like, to pay for, like, the view of the restaurant. And, like, you don't get your money back if you don't show up. So I already put, like, $150 into this. And it was, like, storming. But then, like, exactly at our reservation time, which was 7.45, um, it stopped. Like, it, it just cleared, stopped raining yeah. and cleared out. So, birthday magic. Yeah. I will say, we did all... I don't know if you did. We all... I felt a little queasy. I know Mike did. Jerry did. Girl, I lived on a ship for was, two okay. and a half years. But with the boat, like, shaking and, like, eating at the same time. Like, I've been on cruise ships, but, like... And I've been on some bad seas and some, obviously, like, normal seas. But, like, it just felt weird because you're just, like, sitting there, like, staring at someone. And then, like, everything's, like, shifting. I don't know if it's, like, with As the, Ramona with Singer alcohol, would put it, vertigo. Yeah, it was, like, a little... <laughs> interesting like having like the ceviche um that shit was good the shrimp yeah Yeah. like it was it was interesting but while my stomach felt a little queasy it did have a different taste 
Yeah. Um, here's the thing, because it was all girlies with stomach problems at this dinner, too. It was Zaki, it was Jerry, it was you, it was Mike, Mike, me and my iron gut. We were fine. But, yeah, everybody was feeling a little queasy. But it was so cute. It was just a nice time. Um, and... It was a little wet still, but we made it happen. Yeah, we had like little sailor hats and, and all like that. stripes. We were we really um, themed this one out a little more. Yeah, it was really cute. And then my man was like, "Oh, we should all go to like a jazz lounge bar after this, like my treat." And then Izzy and Jerry were like, "No, absolutely not. The grandparents. We have to go to bed." Lamos. <laughs> okay, we will say though the bimbofication of Jerry Nolan is well on its way. Um, so, um, that is how we'll get into that later. Not, no, (laughs) but, um, cause this was earlier in the month. He's a lot better now. So (laughs) it was just funny because we're supposed to go to like this, like, good thing back to like a month prior, everything that was a club is like, was not a club. It was literally like a jazz bar, Mm -hmm. like live music, like being like saxophones, like not like, some places had live singing, like Stonewall had live singing. But I mean, so when... Mike was saying, like, oh, we're going to go to a jazz bar. Like, he thought, like, we were actually going to, like, a jazz bar. That's what it was like. Mm -hmm. We go into this place, and, like, there's a huge, huge line. The man's like, oh, Mike Greco, come on in. And we get to go in, obviously, because we're with him. And, I mean, like, bottle service, like, like It was, like, Vegas. And it was one of those, like, joints where, like, people were dressed too nice and thought they were too cool to dance. Meanwhile, we're carrying, like, backpacks. No, no, no. Joe's bag. Literally, these fucking... Trader Joe's tote bags that secretly look like the Trader Joe's bags, so they look like crusty. Yeah, yeah. I love it. For ev- recyclable paper bags. So they're recycle recyclable, res- whatever the word is, um, tote bags that look like the paper bags. So we look real mad bummy up in this so, Vegas joint. But I, you know, saw a new trend where you fold them to mm-hmm. look like envelope bags, right? And you carry them in front and like purse first, but like. More like gay wrist down, closer to your knee. That's like a, it's a cute little clutch. Bob the drag queen. Yeah, purse first, purse first. Um, just like that. So we made it work, though, and it was really fun. We did tequila shots. Uh, the bartender came over and had um, a shot with us, yeah, too. Yeah, and then we got a bottle of champagne. Yeah, there were, like, sparklers, like, everywhere. And there was, like, people doing, like, crazy shit with, like, masks. It was just, like, wild. Yeah, was- there was, like, something called, like, the Chinese fire drill. Where they have people, like, <laughs> wear, like masks were like three Chinese men like stacked into their shoulders and like carried bottles out so then we're like we need to go somewhere more gay than this yeah and so because I was after listen once you get some shots in me I want to dance and so we're thinking okay let's go to a bar we walk all the way up to well we ubered right all the way up to this uh, dive bar and as we're about to enter I'm like mm, can we go to a club and it's like, yeah, yeah. So we end up going to the Ritz, which is um, a place we had previously right. gone to with um, Robbie when he was here. But at that point, it was still before clubs were open, open. So we went to, that night with Robbie, um, we went to a drag show, right? Yeah. So that it was, like, allowed. It was all, like, sectioned off and, like, mm-hmm. it had the barricades and everything back then. But like now, this time, yeah, now it was just, like, full-on club. And listen, like, I have... The spirit flowing through me. I want to dance my fucking ass off. And so I get there with the, you know, 
with that in mind and I hit the dance floor and like nobody's dancing so I'm like pissed I go back to the table where Mike and Bobby are and I'm like nobody's dancing like what the hell then the DJ plays it was buttons it was buttons uh, pussycat dolls um, and so obviously like something comes over me I have to go dance and everybody's sitting in like their little groups it's like a little quiet I'm like what the hell is going on here so I go and I scout from every group, the person that is dancing the most, and I go and dance with them. I'm like, can I dance with you? They're like, yeah. Can I dance with you? Uh, okay. Like, shit like that, right? And I'm trying to get everybody together on the dance floor. Finally, something clicks in somebody's mind, whoever works there, to put fog out. So people start getting more brave, people start dancing more, and then it ended up being so much fun. I was, like, popping off, like, doing my thing, life of the party situation and it was just a great time I was very sweaty um but a highlight of that night was um when we right before we left yes. break free started playing yeah and so um obviously this is a song i needed to dance to and obviously this is a song bobby also needed to dance to so we went back to the dance hop on the booths it was a, a lot more crowded this time. So we were like, let's not even bother with the fucking dance floor. So we yeah. um, we hopped onto this booth. Very Paris Hilton-esque. Like, hands, yeah. yeah. Hands on the ceiling, shaking our asses, doing our thing. It was just so cute and so fun. And what a great way to celebrate Bobby, getting to dance with him. That's a memory I will always hold on to. Yeah, then we went to another place that was like a sit-down bar. What? Oh, like, yeah. About four in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, but then... I don't have too much to say about that. Night. Yeah. <laughs> that part of the night was interesting. Yeah. But um, we took a cab home, and then I was supposed to go to Florida the next day. My flight got canceled, like, so many times. Then I went home, back to our apartment, and I ended up getting home at, like, 11.30 at night. And my flight the next day left at three in the morning, so that was fun. Went to Florida, got to see Emily Taylor, Lee Ann. I got to even see Brooke for like a quick, quick second. I lost a whole day, so I missed a lot of different things. Saw my family, and um, yeah, I did like Volcano Bay, like board games, things like that. Very fast trip, of course, Gatorland. Wish I had more time. Came back to the city, and almost, yeah, all my flights got canceled going back to the city, so that was fun, but I still made it at 1 a.m., for my first day of work the next day. Um, which and was me at, being a good roommate had McDonald's oh, here yes. ready for Bobby. Had work like, the next day like at 8 in the morning. Got like home at 1. So that was great. Well no because the whole thing was like Bobby was freaking the fuck out. Because it was his first day. And this flight is delayed. So he's thinking do I drive from Florida to Maryland and take a flight there? Or like, yeah. we were just trying to like figure out like what was going to be best because you can't miss your first day. day. Yeah. Um, but luckily, like, I don't know if you want to tell the tale, but there was like an angel at uh, the airport who saw, I think Bobby and his frantic state and yeah. Shout out to that guy. Right. Yes. But my luggage was lost for three days. But it ended up coming back. So it was, it did not exactly go as planned, but it did work the fuck out. So that's good. Um, but yeah. Moving forward, um, let's go and talk about uh, the baseball game. Yes. Oh my God. We went to see, <laughs> wait, is it the Mets? Yes. yes the, the Mets. Hello. Daddy Met. You cannot forget about Daddy Met, Mr. Met. I want to fuck you. If you're listening, I need you to slide into my DMs and slide into my bussy because, bitch, that bat I know hangs low. So, 
Come on over. And fuck you, Mrs. Matt. I know what you're up to. Don't think you're too smart. Anywho, um, we, well, <laughs> I guess, I, how, do, I, how did I end up even going? You were just like, do you want to go? Yeah, my girls this was my old his job team. at Peachy. Once again, if you want to go to Peachy for a three seventy five set <laughs> price of Botox, use code Bobby Ason for $50 off. My girls from Peachy were like, let's all go to a baseball game. So I was like, okay, can I bring Ricky? And he, and... Ricky was, I got home like, Ricky, do you want to go to a baseball game? He's like, no way. I was just looking at baseball shirts on eBay just now. <laughs> like, it was, like, meant to be. But we went to this game, and we got so much food. We got pizza cupcakes, a double hot dog basket with pretzels. It I got was, peanuts. Ooh. I got good fountain coke. Like, it was a good It was just night. so much fun. Like, listen, maybe the streets are onto something with these, like, sporting events. Oh, I love baseball games. It was just, it was my first baseball game. I had been to, like, soccer games, because I'm, like, a spick, you know, and, like, all this, like, other stuff. But, like, no, it was such a good time. The only regret I have was not being more drunk or at least, like, high off my ass. Next time, like, we really need to, like, be under the influence to enjoy it even more. And they all have, like, these little, like, uh, I guess traditions, you want to call it, or things that they know to do, like, certain chants. Like, everybody there, like, um... Girl, everyone knew to do those besides you and Mary-Kate. Yeah, Mary-Kate. Okay, shout-out to Mary-Kate. Listen... This girl, Mary Kay, that Bobby used to work with. Yes, happy early birthday to her. She is the queen of pop. Um, She is so much fun. And so she was just like, I made sure she was sitting next to me. And we were just having the best time clowning on everything that was going on. Just making jokes left and right. Um, They were, I think they knew we were in the building because they did flash rainbows across the Coca-Cola lights. Oh, yeah. So that was really cool. Um, It was right by an airport. So like hella planes were just like flying in and out, which like made it even trippier and we were really high up so we could like see it also my favorite thing about these baseball games each one of these players has a fucking theme song like when they come out an intro song a theme song. like wrestling yeah it's like really really cute i don't know what mine would be um but i would have to put mine a lot of peace thought to into me it. peace of me oh that that would be good i i don't want to give an answer it's right though um i would say miss american dream since i was 17 no matter if i step on the scene that's how I'd start. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I just have to say, like, baseball games are kind of where it's at. I do want to go to a Yankees game uh, to see which team the I want to be Yankees. on. Yeah, but um, listen, as soon as I saw Mr. Met as I was walking up to the stadium, I knew something was going on. So I think I'm going to be a Mets girl, even though apparently they're, like, losers. But I don't care. I'm going to ride or die for my man. So there's a request of a story explanation from that night. So I was explaining yes. to... Okay, this is for my friend all the way back to Visalia, California. Um, this is for you, Kat, Miss Kat Cavedo. Yeah, so uh, there's a little story I put on my Instagram, and it captured Bobby talking about poppers, explaining poppers yes. to our friend. So my friend is straight, and she doesn't know what poppers are, and I was telling her, like, oh, like, poppers, like, you, like, take them, like, usually when you're gay, because it loosens your asshole to make anal sex easier. Um, and I explained how, like, I don't like them because they make me so dizzy and lightheaded. And the last time I tried them, I threw up. So, yeah, it makes me very lightheaded. So, to Kat and to 
anyone else who's wondering if I do poppers, the answer now is no. Because no. I would like to not throw up again. And uh, the last time I did poppers, I got a chemical burn. So that was great. Yeah. Somebody, I, I was like sniffing them and somebody like decided to slap my hand and it fell on my lip. So that was cool. Yeah. Get a nice little burn mark from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Always scarring my face, I guess. That's the, that's the quick story on poppers. But the baseball game was a serve. And I think moving on from there... Oh, you have more to say about the baseball game? No, I think that's it. Um, I will just make a quick mention about the Botanical Garden. It's like, uh, I guess, maybe upstate New York. I don't know. But they had the uh, Yayoi exhibit. She's like that polka dot artist. And that shit was like really cute. I went with Izzy. Um, we had a real day of ascension that day. And a tree fucking like... Like literally, we were exiting like this... Uh, building and we hear like thunder like this crash right it's this giant ass fucking branch off of this tree falling to the ground and we just see the leaves like glittering we're like what the hell everybody's running over to make sure nobody died um but yeah we're good we're alive still but if you can go go check it out i think they're still doing it until like fall um but plenty of photo opportunities Just make sure the weather is a little better than hot as hell because you will want to die, but still worth it. Um, And yeah, I think, should we move on to Pride now? Or do you have anything? I mean, because Pride is is a heavy, heavy subject. That was quite the weekend for us. And we knew this going into uh, the three days. So um, I guess we'll start on Friday night. Which uh, was Beauty Bar. Yeah, Mike was DJing, so we went out to Beauty Bar. It was me, Ricky, and Jerry. Mm -hmm. And that night went on for a very long time. I ended up being there until 7.30 in the morning. Ricky had left at like 4-ish in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then Jerry left at 2. Jerry did leave, yeah, a little earlier. But he was out clubbing before us, so the bimbofication is underway. Mm-hmm. So we love Beauty Bar. Um, lots of fun. I as love always. biking home from Beauty Bar. That's a new discovery I made. It's really, really romantic if you bike home from the club on a city bike while the sun is rising and you're listening to Ride by Lana Del Rey. I recommend it to anybody. It will give you that main character moment that you're looking for. So then we're going to go into Saturday. I started my day um, at. Mike's. Mm-hmm. I wasn't part of like no the beginning you, of your you day. Obviously, when you oh yeah, I woke up at like two, and I went grocery shopping for um, his friend Lori. Mm, shout out to Lori Queen. Love her. Um, yes, and so Saturday, I'm thinking. Oh, I worked Saturday, and so my my pride on Saturday starts later than yours. What did you do um, before we all linked up? I just told you. Oh, that's all. Yeah. Okay. So mine was, uh, Jerry came over, um, and met with me after I had gone off of work and that bitch was not playing. Like he was like heavy on the shots. And so I actually for once had to catch up with Jerry. It was like really good to see. Um, and so we get dressed, I get my makeup on, we're like living it up, boof it up, get our shots in. And then we prepared drinks for the road too. Um, it was uh, really fun just, like, being here and, like, chilling with him and, like, listening to music, being gay and shit. While um, they were doing that, I was getting ready with Mike and Sharon Needles because Sharon Needles was wearing a devil look out that night. Mm-hmm. So 
she was transforming herself into red, and I had to help her, like, get her gloves and, like, her shoes on. Yeah, I mean, that sounds sweaty to me. <laughs> yeah, and we only know Sharon because that is Michael's good friend. Yeah, so they're, like, really close. They have been for, like, a really long time. Um, and then it was time for all of us to link up. Yeah. So um, we end up meeting Bobby at the queue. Which just had reopened, and our friend, also from Mike, uh, Trevor, it was his first time DJing in over six years. It was either six or eight years since he had DJed. Years? Uh-huh, years. Oh, my God. So this is his comeback um, DJ era, which he's now DJing there, like, more frequently, actually, since then. Okay. So obviously it went really well. I loved his remix of Three by Britney Spears. But I will say that no one in this club was dancing. They just head bob. Okay, Everyone. here's what, what I will say. Yeah, because um, Jerry really likes my impression of what the dancing looks like at the queue on the third floor. Um, it's uh, really, really packed. You feel like a sardine. There's not much room to bust a move. Um it's just, it's a beautiful place, and I think I would like to go outside of Pride, and maybe it's more pop-in, but um, the third floor, hard to dance, second floor, stinky, um, not on the club, just somebody in there reeked. Um, oh my god, you remember that shit? such B.O. Yeah, it was just like, I can't even, I can't dance in this, I'm sorry. It was even in our VIP booth, someone had B.O. Do you remember that? I don't, actually. But, um, first floor, first floor was good, first floor was good, they have the booth there, which I liked being in the booth, because it was like secluded from everybody um and we it was cute because there was a moment where it was just me bobby and jerry in the booth and it was like hey so that was like really nice to have but um jerry and i ended up hopping out because bobby and mike and everybody were going to a club that me and jerry couldn't get into yeah they weren't on the list yeah we weren't on the list not this time but we were on the list for the queue so we were grateful for that shout out to mike um and then, so, do you have anything to report from that night before I go into my shenanigans with Jerry? Um, no, that night I went to a bar that I, I don't even remember, like, the name of. Um, it was very popular. It was Suzanne Bard's Pride Party, which is apparently like a really big, cool party to go to. Mm. It was, like, so many people. Amanda Lepore was there. Um, it was... Like, very, very big, very full. It had all, like, the new all-star people from Drag Race. They were all there. I don't keep up I met anymore. all... I don't know any of their names, but people <laughs> on my Instagram story were really happy about that. That's I good. don't... I don't know who they are. Um, and I think I went to, like, a couple clubs after that, but... Oh, I went to Beauty Bar after that. You can always count on Beauty Bar. That's always. Yeah, Beauty well, Bar really is like our new spot. When things get too, like, seen or too, like, busy or, like, I don't know, like, where, like, I don't know, when people are there, like, that are relevant or places. When it gets too pretentious, just go break the tension yeah, that's at Beauty Bar. It just, it's so head-ass that you just have to leave. Yeah, um, I could imagine. Um... But I'm glad you had fun. That's good. Yeah. And Beauty Bar, is Beauty Bar a new eye bar? Yeah. I would say right? so. Yeah. Um, and if not, then it's the Ritz where we're going tonight. Um, we are recording this on the 4th of July. Um, okay. So that was Bobby's night with Mike and the gang. And mine and Jerry's was a little different. So we decided to leave the queue. And 
um, we think, okay, let's go to the Ritz. We love the Ritz. We can count on the Ritz, too. And we're going through Times Square. Let me fucking tell you. Saturday night, Pride weekend, Times Square, New York City, a fucking circus. Straight up madness left and right. We're walking through. There's a giant-ass fight breaking out, and it's, like, taking up... An entire street, people are surrounding this fight, right? And it's like moving. This is like a moving crowd situation. It was just so weird to see. And we're like, what the hell? We're literally just trying to cross the street. We were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Things die down, like big blows are had, people are bleeding. We walk by this bloody I did ass not hear man. this story. Oh yeah, no, it was madness, madness, I'm telling you. Like straight up craziness. And we're like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? Like we just want to get to this bar. And we're walking, we are now power walking like the fags that we are. We look down, there's a fucking yellow boa, the kind that Britney Spears had on mm-hmm. her neck at the VMAs, just sitting on the ground, a man performing with it. We're like, what is going on? Literally, what is going on? on it's so crowded we keep going and we look up we're like stressed out because there's so much happening and who do we see mickey mouse he was there to greet us so that was a beautiful moment of home for us we're like okay we're gonna be okay i'm gonna make you pause here Mm because it reminds me of another wonderful story that happened on june 8th at around 1 30 in the morning at times square (laughs) was this man was next to me and ricky and ricky's like oh yeah don't look at him don't look at him and the guy was like you want to give me some of your food and um, ricky's like i have to run i have to run and then the guy just like chases ricky like ricky's around the street and then eventually Ricky stops and like, I'm not phased. I show like no emotion. He's like, that was fun. I just wanted to fuck around with your friend. Have a good night, bro. I'm like, you too. And then Ricky's like, you know him? I was like, no. <laughs> he's telling me he wanted to fuck with you. Yeah, no, I was really scared. So I like ran away. And Look, this he man was chasing chased me. Yeah. Who's fucking After chasing me? After you ran me? away from him. Okay, but like, for, I don't know. Anyway, I was, listen, when it comes to these suckers, like, I'm not playing. Like, it's fight or flight and I'm going to fucking fly. Okay? Like, that's what you have to do if you want to survive. Um... So, yeah, we were, uh, Jerry and I were, like, feeling real spiritual. We kept getting, like, weird, funny signs. So that was good musically. Um, that was, like, very nice. And then we are in line for the Ritz. And boy, what a line. Um, we were in line for maybe five minutes, um, before I left the line to see how long it actually was. It was, like, a two-hour line, so we were like, nah we're out of here. So, we decided to leave. We're like, should we go um, to a club closer to us on the Upper East Side? Um, and so, we head on up, and at that point, we're like, mm, maybe we should save our energy for tomorrow, because tomorrow is the big day, the Sunday. The big day. Yeah, June 27th, Pride Day. So, we go to a diner. I don't remember going to the diner. I was reminded the next time I went to the diner a few days later that I had been to the diner that night. Um, but I was gone. As you know me, my brand is blocking out. Um, anywho. Uh, yeah, so we, at that point, gave up on the clubs and we ate and then we, um, just went home and got enough rest, um, for the next day because the next day jam-packed and here we go. So, the first thing we did is we all had to meet up at different times, but meet at our friend Matt's apartment, 
and oh, actually it's his sister's apartment and she lives in the Kips Bay area and so we all linked up there we all pre-gamed like at champagne we did shots did a little photo shoot in her roommates. shout out to nicola like she was so hospitable and like her apartment is gorgeous her roommate's room had beautiful lighting for selfies so mm-hmm. shout out to that girl whoever you are we love you um, but yeah, it was just like a nice little moment of pre-gaming. We did that, and then it was time to hit the streets. Yes, and the parade ended up getting stopped because it was too popular, but we still partied in the street, and we went to some place that was called... I literally like, don't know the name ho- of it. It had the word hooker in it, and I kept calling it whenever someone would ask me where I was, I would say, at the government hooker bar, which <laughs> is the Lady Gaga song. Like, that's not where we were. Yeah. It just had the word hooker in it. I don't so. know what it was, but it was a straight bar. Um, I didn't even realize until, like, somebody pointed it out. They played good music. We were shocked. I was shocked to find out that it was straight because the music was so good. And there was a competition to get my friend Matt um, between (laughs) Jerry and this, like, rando. Oh, That, like, only came out because he thought that Matt was cute. And as I told Jerry, I was like, oh, what did I say, Jerry? Yeah, no, so, basically... Jerry, so there's this guy, Matt, that that we keep mentioning. He's our friend. And Matt was, had his sights set yeah, on Jerry. because he always thought that Jerry was cute since he met Jerry on, at the picnic. on the 7th, uh, our picnic. Yeah, he always Six. like, oh, your friend Jerry's so cute. Yeah, and so um, that's, we figured that out. But this other guy, this Dweebo, was there with his sights set on Matt. And so, basically, it was just madness. That guy ended up being really jealous, was, like, pointing and laughing at, like, Matt and And our man won. Jerry ended up making out with Matt, which is all we had wanted. And that was that for that area. The bimbofication of Jerry. But understand, we were dancing for, like, five fucking hours. We were sweating. It was just, we really, it was a workout. I mean, you you have Botox. You can't sweat Mm. anymore. Anywho, um, I'm wanting to hop out of there because I need to get into my nighttime outfit. I need a shower. I need some McDonald's. And Bobby's like, no, let's just stay. I'm like, no, no, no. We got to go. And Jerry, me and Jerry lock eyes. We're like, yeah, let's hop on out of here. So, so I go leave. from there. I go to a place called Soho House. Um, and I end up getting a $70 dinner because apparently everyone had already eaten again. Just like <laughs> Izzy's birthday party. So I got meatballs and french fries for $70 at this, like, exclusive, like, members-only, like, Club 33 version of a New York City nightclub. Okay? Congratulations. No, I was like, this is ridiculous. Meanwhile, I was so hungry. Jerry and I had McDonald's, and we went home and uh, our separate ways. Also, uh, I lost my $130 unlimited subway pass, which I found at the floor in the club and went, wow, someone lost their subway card. It was mine. You should have just picked it up. I know. And ran away. Um, so then we get ready again, and then it's time, we, uh, we eat, we re-energize, we drink more, uh, we get in our new outfits, and it's time to hit the streets. Um, what were you doing before? Do you want me to tell my side of everything before we meet up at, uh, the, uh, club coming? Oh, I went to, I don't even remember where I went. I think, no, I... Was supposed to leave and we we're supposed to go to the queue and we ended up not going to the queue. It ended up going into club coming. Okay. Um, so and I'll then tell you everything. That I texted Ricky to come then. join me over there and Jerry, but Jerry was like, okay. And then Jerry was like, just kidding, I'm not coming. But what happened before you saw me? So, so, so. Yeah. So basically, Jerry and I are like, let's get, let's get out of here. Let's just hit the streets and we'll wait for Bobby's like, uh, go ahead with whatever club we're going to end up at. Cause Bobby's really good at getting us on lists. And so, um, 
we hit the street. We decide that Washington Square Park is a place to be. That was fucking fun, you guys. Like, so much was going on around there. It's like this giant fountain. This guy's playing fucking drums over here, so we mosh a little bit with them. Then there's this, like, low-key little nightclub outside happening, so we go party there, too, and are dancing in the middle of everything until people are, like, the whoever the DJ is like, everybody back up, back up. So we're like, all right, we're just going to leave. We went around that fountain so many times just because it kept being a new adventure. There was so much going on. People were jumping into this fountain, just like going into where the water was squirting. It was just madness. It was so cute. And then fireworks popped the fuck off into the sky. It was beautiful. And then we get the text from Bobby. Me at Club Coming. We head on over. Jerry decides to depart. He needed a little more rest. And I meet up with Bobby at Club Coming. Yeah, and then I forgot what happened after. But then we're like, let's go to Battle Him. Battle Him? Yeah, that's where we went afterwards. Oh, is that what that place is called? Well, yeah. I just want to mention, Bobby and I had a really, really cute moment at um, Club Coming because S&M came on by the Rihanna, Britney. but Britney version. Yep. It was so cute. So the whole time we had been sitting and just chatting and like, and you these, know. like lounge chairs. Like yeah. no one is dancing. Like literally, it's a lounge show. Like. Yeah. And then we popped the fuck off. That was fun. But I still felt like I wanted to do more. Yeah. And so um, Battle Hem. Battle Hem is where we ended up. And um, you take it from here, and then I'll give my. That uh, was a mess. First of all, like getting in there into the club, and I mean, when we got in, I say it was a a sea of people. Oh my god! Even before COVID, I have never seen somewhere shirtless gay sardines, like shirtless gay sardines, circuit party, wearing leather, like like what harnesses, like it was nuts. And eventually we had to fight our way because there was some confusion, but we got into our VIP. Like, well, here's what happened. So we decide we get in, we finally get in after all this confusion. We're very happy to be there because we can tell this is the place to be. Um, We see our friend Trevor that we mentioned. um, And there's like this, uh, so pretty much everything is on the same level except for the booth, right? And this booth almost like we see Trevor, he's like hanging on the side of it. And as, he if sees he's, us. as if he's the guy fishing from the DreamWorks. Yeah, sign. it literally felt like it was like, I, I the, don't know. Or the, or the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean has like the hairy foot with the mud on it by the pig. Yeah, no, seriously, it felt like that. Literally, when you're on Pirates of the Caribbean and you're like going under the bridge and there's like that man yeah. with like the foot, foot fetish Twitter. Yeah. Anywho, um, we move forward and he sees us and he's like, come into the booth. We had tried to. To get into the booth and the guy was like no you can't you're not on the list but luckily trevor came around and let us in so we were up in this booth looking over everybody feeling like superstars dancing our asses ricky off. got in a fight with violet from drag race shut the fuck up i don't even remember what the hell happened so i i'm you got violet, in a fight because violet dismissed him and ricky doesn't appreciate people who are dismissive of i him. don't like that but also i was very drunk i we will get into that in a moment um but no violet if you're listening which i'm sure you are i didn't mean anything by any <laughs> thing i was drunk off my ass forgive me please but it was just like really fun um i guess like some guy who is like an inspiration behind like pose and ended up being one of the judges on pose the show was there so everybody was like clapping for him it was just like it was a woman it was a guy it's like i think from like the house of extravaganza or something anyway it was just like craziness and it was like oh my god it was one of those moments where you're like we're really like in it we're like in New York, living our night lives and having so much fucking fun. Um, but baby boy, myself, um, had been drinking all day, running on four hours and then of sleep. The last thing I remember of that night before Ricky left was we had bottle service, right? So we had like all these bottles for us laid out. Ricky pours like the rest of the bottle of tequila in here and then pours a Gatorade in it and like shakes it up and then 
he drinks this whole cocktail glass. I don't even remember a, that. As if it's a shot, like a whole cocktail glass. <laughs> no wonder. He did half a glass of tequila, half of, of Gatorade, and just shot it back. <laughs> so, okay, that actually makes a lot more sense now that I'm thinking about what happens next. Um, do you have anything else to say, or am mm-hmm. I about to get into this no, story? No, once again, the famous lines of, we leave a club and Mike asks me, where'd Ricky go? Yeah, I mean, the, and I'm I like, feel he's, like, he's gone. He left. <laughs> and Mike's like, what do you mean he left? He didn't get a car. Right, Mike's always very nice and always wants to get me a car, but I always, like, vanish for whatever reason. So, the last thing I remember from Pride Night 2021 was leaving the club. And the next thing I remember is waking up on a train, some guy sliding over into the seats in front of me and saying, are you okay? And I wake up, zing up, like, yes, I am. And I get the fuck off of this train. I'm like, oh my God, my phone is in my hand. It wasn't in my pocket. Anybody could have just grabbed my phone, ran away, or even abducted me. I He's wearing... Like sequin fishnets, rainbow suspenders, a sequin leotard, <laughs> and ripped jeans, and these like white combat boots that have like bar tar all over them. My makeup is still intact. Oh yeah, I have your my makeup looks great. Your really? TikToks. Yeah, I had my little lightning bolt earrings, like looking like a straight up queer. Anywho, so what's happening at that point is I'm thinking I need to get home. I don't know where at where I am. So then I open maps, and it goes from being these three little stops to being the entire map of the F line. So I made it all the way to the bottom of everything. I'm in Brooklyn, Coney Island area, lost. I don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, the adrenaline kicks in and it sobers me up. I don't, because I really should have been just like on my fucking ass, on my face, anything. So I'm like, I need to eat just to get something in my system. Look for a diner. Doesn't work out. Handy dandy McDonald's is where I go next. As I'm in this McDonald's, I realize my phone is dead. And so I asked the kind people there, do you have a charger? They say, no, matters are only getting worse. I decide to not stress about it. I will deal with it in its own time. I sit down, I enjoy my sausage egg McMuffin. And from there, I pick up, I look over at the cemetery and say, fuck, this sucks. Yes, I was eating right next to the cemetery. It was kind of nuts. Make my way through some neighborhoods looking for a safe place. I see this really faggy home that has like a Black Lives Matter flag and all these rainbow flags. So I'm like, this is a safe space. I'm going to go knock on their door and see if they'll open and let me use their charger. I'm in a neighborhood. And so I knock, nothing happens. Um, and I end up just asking this old lady, like, do you know where a target is? She's like, oh, a target? You're going to be walking forever. I'm like, God damn it. So I keep walking and walking and walking. I'm getting frustrated at this point. It's really early in the morning, like 7 a.m. or something. Um, and I find my, my way to a bodega. At this point, I realize what the situation looks like for this man. I am in this gay-ass outfit, and I need to charge my phone. He's not going to let me, so I put on my acting chops, and I start letting my eyes water, and he sees, oh, this guy needs help. So he lets me charge my phone. He's very nice. I'm sitting there like a fucking dope as all the neighborhood people walk into this bodega, stare me up and down, deal with him, and then walk out. Finally, I charge enough battery in my phone. I'm able to get home. I give the guy a big thank you. I am just like itching to get home because I need to get sleep before work this same day. And I make my way to the train. I almost fall asleep again and miss my stop at 63rd and Lex. But I do make it home and I brush my teeth. 
I throw all my clothes on the ground. Our apartment looked like a fucking bomb went off. It was just glitter tights oh everywhere for that weekend. It was a mess. Just like the gayest explosion ever. And I just collapse onto my bed and fall asleep. And I was just very grateful to be alive and to not have died. But wow, what a pride. And that was the end of June. So, here we are in July, it's now July 4th, and we are just about to start to go out and party and do it all over again. Yep, the party really never stops here, but we really wouldn't have it any other way. Um, Yeah, yeah. this one's an hour long, but I appreciate you guys so much for listening, we had so much to share. Mm -hmm. And And because of this, because life is as eventful as it is, we are happy to report that Talladega Life is now going bi-monthly. Weekly. Is it weekly? Bi-weekly, not Uh, bi-monthly. Sorry. That means it'd be every other month. Yay. No, it's bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. That's what I mean. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we are going to be uh, switching gears there. So lots more to look forward to. And we already have a lot to report for next episode, which will be dropping in two weeks. Yes. So on that note, everyone, have a great night. And thank you for listening to Talladega Talladega Life. Life.